let's get back to the Connor Happer Show on 1620 The Zone. All right, welcome back. More of the Connor Happer Show here on 1620 The Zone and on 1620thezone.com. Connor Happer, Josh Johnson with you. We get a comment earlier from uh, Yippie, I think, that said, Connor, ready to pile on Nebraska. Connor, not ready to pile on Nebraska today. Why would I pile on Nebraska? Dion adding in, nah, you guys are Jaskers, so pfft. So pfft. Mm. Interesting. Now, is that in response to the 1620 The Watch Party? No. Like, that, he doesn't want to hang out with us? No, that was in response to Yippie mm-hmm. yeah, saying no. that we've been itching for weeks to pile on Nebraska, and here we go. Well, that's that's one person on this show. What? We, Josh, you've, you've been ready to strike uh, occasionally this year. All I'm saying is that in the NCAA tournament, there is no, like – Hey, the refs cost us the game. <laughs> well, I mean, there there is, but you don't. There's unfortunately, no you don't get to advance. Remember when Creighton lost in the Elite Eight because of the refs? Yeah, I can't. I can't really. I don't want to hear it with the foul discrepancy stuff. I like. I, I really don't. And there's like this is not me saying. Oh well, there's you know every game there's there's fouls and there's not. But, it's a tough job. Like. I I understand that there is bad officiating. I'm just saying last night in a vacuum, I watched that game um and I didn't I I didn't notice. And the only the only time I really noticed was when I hopped on Twitter and everybody was tweeting about foul discrepancy and then I did a tweet at the end of the game that said, "Hey, I think, you know, Ohio State just had the answers tonight." And that that's the way I thought about the basketball game where Nebraska was you know they were hanging in there, and then they kind of made their run a little bit when coming back in the in the second half after they got down um, early in the second half, and they they kind of were just chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. And every time Nebraska got within kind of arm's length, Ohio State just made a big shot. And that's you know Jamison Battle had a huge night last night. Um, and like forgive me, that was just the way that I thought about the basketball game. He had thirty two. Um, you know Nebraska got. You know, they, they, they allowed nine out offensive rebounds last night, you know, so they had a couple of second chance opportunities um, and, and they, they couldn't ultimately get anything started in on offense inside to generate themselves some good shots, whether it's on the outside or, or whatever. Jamarcus Lawrence was kind of holding them up on their back for a little while with his personal run. I think it was an 11 um, or 11 straight points for Nebraska in that second half. So I, I just when I watched, I wasn't I wasn't amazed. I didn't find myself saying, "Damn, like yeah, the the refs are really killing us here tonight. The refs are really doing it to us tonight." But it was more from the perspective of, "Dang, like Nebraska just needs one stop. They got to mm-hmm. find one stop. They got to get one rebound, push out, you know, and get it out, get out in transition and stuff like that." It, it just felt like they were one away. And I, they were. I think it was. They were two points down when they had Gary had a pretty good look from from one of the wings, and and he airballed it. And you know that, like the point is, sometimes them's the breaks. Sometimes them's the breaks. I like that. And it's not like I don't think Nebraska played that poorly last night. 
I think Nebraska is still a good team. I don't think anything differently about them that I did yesterday. Um, there was always a chance that they were going to lose that game. They weren't well, favored. Was on the road. They they weren't favored last night, right? So I I, I forgive me. I know we live in an overreaction culture here, but I, I I'm not I'm not overreacting. Uh, Connor Happer, Jack John, handshake meme. Yeah. Oh, good. On Twitter. What do we got? When there are extreme foul discrepancies, there is a reason for it. No crew is going to blatantly call a game that sideways on purpose. Got to get to the rim. Got to get to the rim. And Jack John, forgive me. I dug through. Uh, I didn't dig through some of your other tweets. They popped up like. Because that's what Twitter does now. It's like, hey, you might like this tweet, yeah. too. Uh, Actually, I don't. He, I, I don't need it. Uh, but this is kind of useful. He t- uh, tweeted a bracket bracketology uh, screenshot for Nebraska. And Jack John said, no movement as expected. Last night's game was merely an opportunity for Nebraska to gain some ground. Nothing more. Losing it made it slightly difficult to get a double buy. Still think we'll get there, though. And slightly more difficult to get off the 8-9 line. Yeah. <laughs> that's That's the story. I think that's that's pretty well summed up there by Jack John. What a rational fan. Like, nobody's going to kill you. Although I was interested in the broadcasters talking about Ohio State's at-large um, chances chances, and all, all that stuff. I mean, they're they're like, what, second or third to last in the league right now. And I yeah. know they've had some big wins recently, but not, not, not to say that they're a bad team. But they've been able to, well, Josh. They, they did fire their coach. They fired their coach and then have started yes. ripping off some wins. So, like, you caught them at a at a much different time. And then, you know, last time you played them in Lincoln, number one, it was in Lincoln. And number two, I mean, I think Rink Bass, that was the game where he went for 30 or whatever it was. Like, he was he was bombing all over the place. He had a big couple of them last night. I just, yeah, that's, it's, it's pretty simple to me. Nebraska couldn't get... Uh, anything going in the on the inside against some of their big dudes? Um, Ohio State was was playing with a little swagger, and Nebraska really hung in there for you know for a long stretch of time and had it down um, to just a bucket at basically the under four. And then Ohio State came out and they 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 shoved them away. They kind of pushed them away, not literally, because we're not talking about fouls, but no just foul. they just kind of kept them at arm's length, and that's okay. Sometimes you lose basketball games. I do think we get a little football brain around here sometimes, and it's not it's not always the most appealing thing in the world, to be completely honest with you. Like it's it's all right. Your team's got twenty wins, it's good. They're going to the NCAA tournament. And um you you lost on the road to a, a team that's beaten a lot of teams recently, including them going out and winning on the road in the Izone. It wasn't in Izzo the month. But it was in the zone technically, yeah. Right, last right. weekend, I thought Lawrence was good. I was a little interested in sort of like this will be this will be one to watch, I guess, going forward. Just sort of the the teeter totter of what do we do offense defense? Like what is Tomonaga giving us on a nightly basis? I believe today that needs to be the teeter Todd 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 Todd. Um, it it's. So you have to. I think that's a game by game thing, and that's the thing that depth gives Nebraska. They have the flexibility to kind of reshape their ball of clay of a team into whatever they want to be on any given night. And I thought, I mean, Hoiberg for long stretches, Sam was giving him a lot. It, 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 he came out the box score minus five, and that's a, sometimes a part of the lack of what he gives you offensively, just in the box score. But, I mean, for a while there, Nebraska's offense was getting bogged down. It was just him and Lawrence, and it was Sam driving. Like, he can get to whatever spot he wants to get to. He can't really finish, 
but he can get to whatever spot he wants to get to. And you can get great drive and kick opportunities. And Nebraska didn't make enough shots out of those drive and kick opportunities that Hoiberg gave him. And then, you know, in, in the Tominaga minutes, um, he, it, it wasn't, it wasn't enough last night. He took a bad, you know, falling away, step back three that, um, that Robbie Hummel kind of called out. He went two of seven from three in the game. I don't, I'm not burying the guy like, I, you know, and, and then Gary, who you got a great game from last time out against, um, Gary. Michigan. Um, uh, gosh, now I'm having trouble figuring out. Uh, oh, oh, Minnesota. Yeah, it was the Minnesota game where Gary was just knocking down threes all over the place. Uh, he went three of 12 last night and 0 of six from three. You know, sometimes those are the breaks. All you could do is generate good enough shots. And I thought Nebraska generated good enough shots last night. They didn't go in, they didn't make them. Sometimes they missed, um, as Nick Hanley put it, uh, what, what did he say? Uh, Tragically, or or like the the horrible misses, whatever. whatever. I like the wording that he uh, used. Pain, painful. Pain. Now it was something more than that. Yeah, it was more than that. Yeah, it was good. I remember thinking the same thing. I was like, ooh. So you get you know you get Tomonaga who was two of seven from three. You get Gary who was zero of six from three, and so you know that that combined is what two of two of thirteen, and you know you're gonna have to have one of those guys going. Rink got going a little bit. Uh, Wilcher made the one from the corner. Um, other than that, like you know, if you if you make a couple more of those, you're you're right there. You're in the game. You probably are going to have a chance to win. Some, uh, sometimes them's the breaks, man. Joel, like it's it's pretty it's pretty simple to me. And that's pretty much what happened in Nebraska or Creighton at St. John's. Like yeah, you know, you you could generate good shots. Sometimes the other team generates the shots that they want to too, and 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 sometimes they don't, and they go in. Like it's. Josh, have you ever heard this before? It's a make or miss game. Mm. Uh, Heath helps us out on violent, YouTube. violent misses, violent, yep. violent misses. Uh, Joel brings up a good point on YouTube. Uh, Tomonaga minus twenty one last night. Yeah, Jawan Gary minus eighteen. I was interested in the idea of of like is that was during the minutes where Hoiberg was really giving them activity when the offense was getting bogged down. And then they went right back to Tomonaga because I guess they felt like they kind of needed the spark and needed needed the offensive capability to kind of get over that hump. But man, I I, I like that look of that lineup for a couple minutes with Hoiberg there, and then Tomonaga came in and kind of took took a bad three. Like, does it? You know, I think Nebraska's at the point where they have to live with a little bit of it. And I like I said, I, I love that they have the flexibility to kind of interchange those two on what the game calls for right on any given night um so that's that's really good for them but you know you 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 have to be really careful with how you manage their minutes and feel of game and flow of game and all that stuff and you know the other team had a guy who w- went off for 32 and he made 10 of 10 free throws and and Gale made 8 of 12 from the, like you know if if you want to talk about the Nebraska fouling thing okay um, they, they made all their free throws. <laughs> like they got, they got an opportunity to go to the free throw line, and they cashed in on their opportunities. Nebraska generated some pretty good looks. They didn't cash in on their opportunities enough last night. But no sweat off my back for for Nebraska. Like if you're looking at this from Nebraska perspective, it's 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 really really okay. It's really okay. Uh, from the text line from the 402, Josh is more likely to pile on Nebraska than Connor. Thank you for recognizing that text from the 402. I've done no piling. No piling. I appreciate that. 
Doc says Nebraska's offense was shooting threes. That's it. Nebraska's offense is live and die by the three, and they died. They died. If they died, they died. If they died, they died. Uh, Pedro says, hi, guys, Connor. Hi, Pedro. When the refs uh, or when the teams have different talents and the refs try to make the game more competitive, they call the game differently. The less talented teams gets to be more physical, the refs would the refs would foul out half the team if they called the game correctly. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Pedro. Yeah, it, like it, it obviously changes a little bit uh, as you go from game to game. I just, I just when when I look back at that game and I'm thinking of the one, two, three, four most important things, I just don't think one of them was the foul discrepancy. I, I like I'm talking about as the game was kind of unfolding. And, and possession to possession, you know, there were some things that Nebraska could have done a little bit better. You didn't you didn't have it last night. Ohio State took advantage, and Nebraska couldn't generate enough paint touches. Okay. Like, yeah. That's the story of the game, in my opinion. Not the foul discrepancies or the free throw rate or, you know, whatever it might be. Also, think about Nebraska not having getting anything going in the paint, and them, it, it wouldn't. If, if we can talk about Nebraska not getting anything going in the paint and how they're live and die for, by the three, is it really that surprising that they didn't shoot a lot of free throws last night? Got to get to the rim. <laughs> right. That's where fouls are. That's where fouls come from. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder what percentage of fouls in basketball come from inside that little painted area down there. My guess would be a lot. They let you play down there. A lot, a lot of the percent of them. So, like I said, it's okay. It's, it's really okay. Nebraska's going to be just fine. I expect him to take care of business at home against Rutgers and a motivated, you know, motivated group on Sunday on on Senior Day, and we'll see what happens with Michigan. But either way, I, I mean, I think Nebraska sort of gotten over that hump for how the how people look at them from a per- perception perspective, and they say, yeah, I I think Nebraska has the look of an NCAA tournament team. They've done enough for me, and I think they're good. I don't think you're in any danger of that. Would love them to get a double bye. You know, would love them to get as high a seat as they possibly can in the NCAA tournament. But like I said, you make the dance and you kind of go from there. All right, so that's Nebraska basketball from last night. We will uh, get into more of that with BC and probably a little bit with Sipple in the 1 o'clock hour as well. But coming up next, we'll talk some uh, recruiting. A lot of stuff going on for the 25 class, of course, and then um, some changes in the calendar potentially coming down the pipe as well. Brian Munson of Husker Online joins the show on 1620 The Zone.